All right, back with the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. And uh, joined in studio, always appreciate it, State Representative Tim Butler. Thanks for taking time with us and being in person. It's the end of October. You got your pink uh, tie on and everything to finish out the month for your fundraising. And my pink nails. You like that? that. Have you seen those yet? No. Yeah, Megan did an awesome job with the pink nails. That's very rock and roll of you. Yeah, look at that detail. I mean, she put the ribbon on there. Holy cow. Isn't that great? That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, uh, quick plug. I'm still raising funds for Real Men Wear Pink. We got a few more days. If I get to $7,500, I will die my hair pink and it'll be there i'll get the permanent stuff so it'll be there all throughout november and probably into christmas as well so uh representative you guys were there at the state house until like 11 45 yeah, last think, night uh, yeah i got out of there and ended up getting out about 12 30 or something like that yeah so <laughs> thanks for joining us in yep. studio that's um, what coffee's made for another uh, long day today possibly you got congressional maps to deal with uh so we'll hear a lot more about that what i really wanted to talk to you about and we'll touch on some of these other issues uh, the health care right of conscience act the parental notification and congressional maps but talk a bit about remote legislating yeah. because you've been passionate about this from day one that you're concerned we're getting away from a time where people can go face to face and talk with their legislators. You know, look, I don't I don't, you know, downplay the effects of the pandemic. I mean, I, I understand that. And we kind of got in this debate on the floor last week a little bit when we extended remote legislating where, where people can, you know, phone it in to, to vote and something like that. But I also honestly think we're using it as an excuse in a way. So people don't have to travel to the Capitol. And I heard you earlier. Yesterday was actually, I think, one of the best days that I've seen in the last year and a half with yeah. people at the Capitol. Yeah. Advocates were there. Lobbyists were there. Most of the members were there. It actually seemed like a kind of almost normal day. And and my frustration on like with like with remote hearings, I mean, I think it's crazy that we all sit in the chamber with 118 legislators or 115 or however many of us are present. And then we adjourn to go to committee hearings, and then we go have committee hearings virtually. You know, we've all been sitting in the same room together. We have large committee rooms that we could go to. We could actually do committees on the floor of the House of Representatives. We've done that before. Right. But no, we go back and we have them uh, in front of our computer screens in our office, which makes it really hard for advocates to, to I think, um, have that have that personal contact with members. And that's a really important part of the process. Uh, and I, I, I called it out on committee yesterday and the executive committee yesterday because, because you know, somebody's feed went down. Yeah. And there, there's no reason why we couldn't have just had that hearing in person uh, and, and you wouldn't run into that. Um, and, and it just, uh, you know, I don't think remote legislating as, as a governmental body uh, is the way that we should do, consistently do our business. We're a year, a year and a half into the pandemic. Um, I think well, we know we've got how, a lot of stuff in place to, to mitigate things. We, sh- we should yeah. be able to get back to a lot more normal right now. Well, and we know how to, you know, the, like the Senate's doing testing, testing. and whatnot. Um, you know, and, most, uh, you know, the vast majority of members are vaccinated. You know, it's uh, and I, I asked this question on the floor last week when Leader Harris uh, re-upped on remote legislating for the right. floor. And I said, have we actually do we have any instances of having a problem in the Illinois House of Representatives really in the last year and a half? And we don't. We haven't had any problems. And I think, you know, the problem is, you know, we with so much of this stuff, we don't have an answer for how we move out of it. You know, with the governor's executive orders and, you know, the mask mandates and all this stuff, there's no metrics for moving out of it. And what I really it it feels perpetual. It feels perpetual. perpetual. And that's exactly what I worry about. I think we're going to get past the pandemic and the Democrats are going to say this is an easy way to do business where we don't have to come to Springfield and we don't have to see people directly. We're just going to hide behind our, our computer screens. I really fear 
sure that's where we're going. State Representative Tim Butler with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Want to touch on a couple of other issues. Uh, of course, the Health Care Right of Conscience Act was a, was a hot-button issue all week. Uh, we saw a change where they lowered the threshold for uh, the votes necessary. Uh, now it's not going to be uh, in effect if it passes the Senate. It's not going to be in effect until July 1st of 2022. Um, is this good, bad? Uh, what's going on here? Well, I think it, it the politics of how that happened underscores um, you know, the way that the, the majority does business. They knew that they didn't have the vote threshold to pass it. They weren't going to get to 71 votes. So they lowered the threshold to 60 to push an effective date into July. Now, now think about that. The debate was all about how we need to get it done today. And, and, you know, and, I, and I heard my colleague, Representative Ford, on earlier to say, you know, this is one of the ways we're going to get back to normal with, with the legislature. Well, that's what are we, we're you know, not even November yet, and we're pushing something out to July. So it's, it's nine months down the road, eight months down the road. I mean, we could be in a completely different place by then. And, and so I, I think it's, it's kind of disingenuous of the majority to pass something like this for really to, um, for political, for a political statement when it's not even going to be effective uh, immediately to do something like that. I mean, if you really think that this is the the thing we need to be doing, round up the 71 votes to pass it and, and, and make it immediately effective. You know, and, and I, I will say to the to the people who have who have said, um, you know, the, the legislature needs to act on things. You know, we should have been doing stuff like this from the beginning with the governor's executive orders. This is really the first time we've actually had something that seems really substantially related to the pandemic that we're able to put votes up on the board and the Democrats can't even get the vote threshold that was needed to get it to really get it done. And I think that speaks volumes about where the public is on a lot of this stuff. State Representative Tim Butler, we are out of time. It flies by. I can't believe it. But uh, we've got congressional maps coming up in 10 seconds. So uh, what, what do you think? Well, I, I, I have a real belief that we're probably not going to see them today. Uh, eventually, I just, you know, I mean, I don't know. I could I could be wrong, but they haven't even introduced the legislation yet for them. So who, who knows what's going to happen with it today? We'll keep a close eye on it, and uh, we'll likely talk again, uh, possibly uh, either, if not tomorrow, uh, then uh, then first thing next week as we kind of uh, uh, see all the dust settling. Sounds good.